We'll start this time with an ant, Scarpenter ants. The fungus Ophiocorodiceps unilateralis enter an ant's body and it take control of the situation. It just hijacked the communication between its brain and its body and it, the ant will act like a zombie. Afterwards, that will guide the ant to the tip of the grass and the spores of the body will spray to the other group of ants and the fungus will spread and you will get a zombie group or a zombie army. So the book today we have is The Scarcity Brain by Michael Easter. It's not, it's about addiction. It's about habits, but it's not the addiction what you are thinking about. It's not something about drugs or alcohol, which only corresponds to 2% of the whole global population. But what we are talking about here is what is affecting the rest, including you and me, which includes eating, shopping and all other things what we do from end morning to the night. And it has its own consequences in the way like anxiety, obesity, financial debt and everything. The conclusion of the book or the conclusion of this addictiveness is on a three-step process. Opportunity, if there is an opportunity, if there is an unpredictable rewards and if there is a quick repeatability. If these three things are available on one particular topic, then that is a scarcity loop. So the chapter one is scarcity loop. So as I mentioned, like say you go and try to ignite your car, the car key. Then you try first time, it's not working. Second, no. Third time, no. Then maybe you'll stop doing that. You'll give up and call a mechanic. So psychologists call that extension. Okay. But instead, if you ignite the car, on the second or third time, car engine tried to start then you will not stop at the third term. You will not give up. And you may not call mechanics sooner also. So that is a scarcity loop here. So book, this chapter starts with Las Vegas. It's something like a, what Vatican is for Catholics. Las Vegas is the same for casinos. What happens in Vegas does not or no longer stays usually it is still that what happened in Vegas stays in Vegas but nowadays what happened in Vegas it's not staying in Vegas it is taking it as a data and that is going to use that as a data has been used to control or manipulate the behavior and behavioral economics and all so because casinos is something like a myth because people used to tell that currently that whole industry is giving 30 billion dollar to American industry alone. Like it's like a hundred dollar per American, which is more than we spend on books or any other things actually. So casinos have a lot of myths like they used to tell that there is no clocks in casinos. There is all no right angled corners of the room and always the music will play on the pleasing key C like that but the author tried to investigate all of that and he found that that's not all correct 
what's really happening in casino is what the scarcity loop and that opportunity unpredictable rewards and the quick repeatability so the casinos was like our initial car ignition scenario in the earlier 1980s and all then came a man named sirad he got many losses but what he tried to do is that he tried to incorporate some winning into the game like like what happened to our car key you car ignition at some point in time you are winning so in casinos like if you spend 1 dollar mostly you will get 50 cents that's an idea on that but even that 50 cents in in mathematical perspective or in accounting perspective that is a 50 cents loss but our brain somehow did not think in that way it consider it as 50 cents as profit so that one time like casino used to give back almost 92 to 98 percentage of the money it only take a 2 to 7 percentage margin but the point is that that volume or that repeatability that is making us casinos too much profitable like if if a kid is asking her calling her mom 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 and all is not responding then that gone calling or or if you are an adult you go to elevator you press it's not working you keep pressing pressing thing happen in that elevator you keep doing that otherwise only you'll call the watchman or the security over it is so that's the scarcity loop and the casinos how it started winning because of that one man when he had a repeatability to it now you can see you you don't have to go to casinos now even you see small casino like slot machines outside the supermarket and all is working on this principle like they're giving you something and you feel yourself rewarded overall maybe you're losing there but still that quick repeatability and the volume and the excitement is making it profitable and we are in that loop chapter 2 how scarcity loop hookers so if casinos is always going to give you same reward then it is not at all enjoyable it's like a job you are getting a same fixed wage like that so bf skinner the famous psychologist done an experiment in 1940 on the rats where he used to feed the rats whenever it click a liver but after some point in time skinner become lazy and he don't have that much food he tried to change the way he is giving the food instead of every click he tried to become lazy and he give unpredictable or not a same amount of food and he is giving food at intermittent times and he was expecting okay rat will not be putting liver more because he is now understanding that it is not getting that much amount of food it was getting before but it was surprising for skinner that rats actually hit more liver than the previous case because the the things or the reward become unpredictable they keep on that is not only in rats it is same in pigeons same in monkeys same in cockroach same in birds because somehow 
80% of that chemical or receptors is same in us and we'll come to that topic later so the point is that we usually mistakenly think that dopamine is a pleasure chemical but in actual fact dopamine is something which is pursuing us to engage on that pleasurable thing so without dopamine your bodies cannot function even the parkinson disease is something affecting which is affected by dopamine and all so that is like something like the scarcity loop is hooking us because of that unpredictable thing chapter 3 where the scarcity loop lives the william james the father of modern psychology mentioned it as our life is a collection of attention we given to it so our life is all the things what average of all the things we are attending to our attention is focused so an average person spend 13 or 11 to 13 hours in a screen in social media in email you know the thing you will wait for the email you will start refreshing your inbox you look for social media you keep on scrolling to see something and all this are caused by the same thing opportunity is there you can just sit on your or just sleep on your bed and then scroll it and there is unpredictable reward and there is a quick repeatability possible online shopping same case even trading app they make everything free like accessing a social media is free accessing a trading app is most of this trading apps where trading the stocks and all they make it free because they are making the money on the transactions because that quick repeatability is making their thing so, so now how somehow because casinos have time they have closing time and opening time like that but we somehow now live in a 24 by 7 casino in your pocket which is your mobile phone so netflix auto play feature is going to make them more and more people viewing that things even youtube auto play same thing it is going to give extreme contents by this auto play feature even tinder the the inventor of the founder of the tinder is telling that is somehow like an unpredictable reward game the near misses all the game even the candy crush and all when there is a near miss scenario that is actually making us to play more so we not only enjoy success we somehow enjoy our losses also like in chiksan uh, mihai and all they call desirable difficulty so when there is a desirable difficulty on this one we try to engage on something in a trance like behavior and we keep on repeating so even uber drivers they are telling in the book that when they are planning to stop the driving the uber will tell okay you are 21 dollar away from 250 dollar so that makes them to drive okay we are only this much even the the food ordering apps are doing the same so even in 2016 donald trump make the media the channels and this one too much profitable because he makes the politics unpredictable so even such a scenario all over us everything we live where we live as william james put it our life is a collection of attention whatever we are attending to now all of them is on that scarcity loop chapter 4 why we crave more so abraham maslow the famous uh, 
psychologist who put us the pyramid of motivations and all he proposed the idea of esteem needs and uh, like social needs and all because we always think that craving more is a sin if you look back to religion like christianity and all we have seven deadly sins in buddha we have this detachment attached even the greek stories like greek midas hindu kritimuka all such thing is talking about the same so in human brain less equal subtraction but somehow we don't we don't think to subtract it more equal good for us so that's why in the reason we make houses three times bigger than 1970s and 80 we buy 233 percentage more clothes now even we don't know or we don't thinking whether that is all what we are wearing we'll come to that topic later restaurants become four times bigger and we have 90 times more information than the 15 years so we are somehow even if you run out of milk in your refrigerator or an ink for your pen you somehow think that that is something a threat for your survival your whole body mechanism the whole body chemistry is going to respond on such small scenarios in that way okay milk even though we have maybe too much availability to get a milk through online and 24/7 groceries and shopping malls and all still that is a threat to our existence so bf skinner that uh, experiment have a different scenario we remember about the liver of rats they tried to experiment one more thing they tried to put the same pigeons in a big cage something like a forest similar to a jungle scenario instead of putting in a constricted cage they tried to put it in a bigger cage and that really surprised them because um, pigeons was not hitting the liver like it was before so there is an optimal stimulation model instead when there is no optimal stimulation available then only we go and hit something so the best thing to get out of this item is to find an optimal stimulation in somewhere else so brain scans used to tell that the this addiction which is affecting our brain by drugs or alcohol or anything it is affecting or the same mechanism is happening in the brain when we are having in love with our partner or with our affection with our children so that is how we are able to repeatability of that acts or that all the things what we are working with your families and all we are able to cope up with that scenario because of the same thing that is what making us make more cigarettes more alcohol more drugs or more of the other addictive things as well. so if you change your environment that is the best thing to get out of that craving more and scarcity brain so chapter 5 escape in addition to our last chapter like president nixon after vietnam war he introduced an operation golden flow where he want every soldiers who's coming back if they want to come back they have to have a clear urine test which is somehow like no addiction test like that. and what is surprising the people was that only 2% all the 98% have a successful test 
even though they used such things during the war the motivation to come to home and the circumstances that is changing that allow them to skip that activity so we people think that okay we are helpless if you are a chain smoker or if you are addicted to alcohol and all you think that that is because of um, i am not capable to control it but actually the situation is different if you are not in a very affluent neighborhood you won't be buying that much number of expensive gadgets or anything like that if, if you can go to a normal rural neighborhood you will be living in a different place. so circumstances really matter but coming back to the chapter 5 escape 1961 there was a drug called captagon which increased the focus and euphoria and all it later on it has become a scheduled substance by united nations and all but the point is that later on increase in all of the areas in middle east and all other parties and all, all other areas of the globe the point we are trying to make something about drugs whatever it is if it is cocaine marijuana or whatever it is opium everything is actually a defense mechanism of a plant which will protect from its insects like for example if an insects go and bite a plant that will make that insect to behave in an unpredictable way like like our zombie ants before sometime the camouflage of that of that insect will go away and it will become eatables for a predator and all such things as i mentioned earlier we have 80% similarity for the receptor between insect and us so how we behave to alcohol and drugs same is what happening to a cockroach or any other insects same thing to alcohol as well like ancient men the fruits was very much rare but those fruits become like fermented with an yeast in the atmosphere and become like a goozy or boozy food so that was somehow a storage mechanism for alcohol but the point was that all those things including the drug in the plants and the alcohol which is naturally made in the fruit that was all scares that time. by that reason we were able to escape from that so there was our first equation opportunity was not there opportunity was not there unpredictable rewards may be there but quick repeatability was not possible because of that scenario so the, because of that reason there was not that much addictive loops or scarcity loops happening that time with alcohol with drugs or not but now that is not the scenario we have we live in an abundant world where everything what we need is more than what we really need so chapter 6 certainty so there is an interesting fact why most of the diet fails not not the diet failing in the first time if you repeat a diet or if you continue the diet most diet fail researchers are telling it is because that predict unpredictability of that scenario okay you know that you are going to reduce this much weight that is not getting not become unpredictable it's very much predictable and we are losing the motivation on that so certainty make us boring things boring so in 1970s the wine industry was not having that much boom like okay wine people think okay because of some years or some flavor it was going like that then 
A man came in 1970 his name is Robert Parker and he introduced a, a metric system like he, he put it like 15 to 50 to 100 points he rated a wine and that becomes like he published in a wine advocate magazine that was something like a parkerization of the whole wine industry changed by that even the industry or the people who are making the wine they tried to make ingredients in such a way that that fulfill what is parker was advocating so that was a situation even nowadays like we look at movies using imdb score and we purchase from amazon using the reviews and you name it it is everywhere even the books with new york times best seller is something else when compared to millions of other books there so uncertainty political tweet uh, uncertainty make us watch it become 23% more toxic now the tweet because to make it attractive to make it unpredictable we need that even like mr beast the youtuber the way we appreciate his work is because he go to a very too high level it become too unpredictable he go to another level to put his videos when ariana huffington and lot of people have been criticized and all but if you look at what mr beast is doing he's trying to take that that perspective of psychology human psychology and then he's winning there so you cannot blame that so that's how the certainty is affecting us and why we appreciate uncertainty that make us every day exciting certainty is boring for us so chapter 7 influence 1943 abraham maslow as we mentioned earlier about basic needs and esteem need he put it self actualization on the top of his pyramid feeling good so there was an interesting experiment or research found that when there is they are boarding a passengers on a flight and when there is closing there is a roomy first class when the passengers are boarding they found a roomy first class they will feel more agitated and angry when they are boarding like that and another important thing is that if you are boarding the economy passengers through the first class then the agitation or the non cooperation of the passenger with the cabin crew was more than that so the point is that we crave influence more than anything as william james put it appreciation or eagerness to appreciation is much above than everything else what we have so we try to spread our dna and we value more than money was researchers in cornell and found that cornell universities found that uh, when there is an opportunity for job status and money people mostly prefer for job status like if an increase in promotion more than the money people prefer that even the top 1% 600k who has 600k income and all they feel very much unhappy because they are living in that affluent neighborhood as i because they are not able to get that contrast in their status and influence so even social media is somehow like a catch 22 because we try to show our social status in social media 
but when we are trying to show that status that somehow make us put us in a trouble because then we are presenting ourselves as status then somehow that make us limiting to increase or decrease the status if you put it then that's it there is no uncertain unpredictability there instead if we go and make something too much great ourselves instead of presenting or putting ourselves as increase or decrease in front of the social public then that's a totally different scenario so influence not by presenting influence by intrinsic motivation and doing meaningful things that really matters chapter 8 about food of everything we have or we crave food is the most or the best one we crave for too little is something like a hell for us too much we cannot manage somehow so as i mentioned like most of our ancient men they were fed with plants and tubes tubular foods and all because one reason was that meat or scarce that time you cannot get once in a while you will get it but the point is that in 1970 similar to what happened to casino something else also changed if you follow our channel we make a book there about ultra processed people which talk about ultra processed food so this chapter michael easter is mentioning the same ultra processed food come to the market main stage then what really happened we become abundant food become cheaper when it become cheaper we go to our equation opportunity to get it now even warren buffett and the very low income person can get a mcdonald burger or anything i'm just telling because why i mentioned warren buffett is because he used to take a mcd burger as his breakfast as i know so the point is that food become abundant and become we put too much processing on that everything become unpredictably delicious as well and that make us too much thing obesity and lot of things was happening because of that food even the heart disease cardiovascular diseases was all increasing every 34 second in us itself one person die because of cardio disease even we consider cardio disease uh, cancer more than what cardio disease but cardio disease are getting more even previously roman soldiers and all they were fed with wheat british empire the which is conquering the biggest part by east india company they were fed by wheat breads and all so meat and food was not that much abundant and unpredictably delicious that time now we have become so much artificial now there is no scenario now like there is running out of meat or something everything is process free any if all in want people in the city plan to have a particular non veg dish even whatever it is chicken or mutton or steak or anything they can now do it irrespective of whoever is buying it so that much abundant is available and that abundance come with a cost so chapter 9 about stuff so in ancient 2000 years ago there was a piskun practice in the blackfoot tribe what they do is that they try to organize buffaloes like a funnel and they try to push it towards a cliff and all this 
buffaloes will fall from that cliff and that is something like a huge amount of meat leather and everything but most of the things the meat get rotten and all they will they will use it mainly as as the leather and other things only what we are trying to tell here is like conspicuous consumption where we try to consume something which we don't really need or somehow another way put it scarcity and exclusivity of an item make it more valuable for us even that is affecting some of the most enlightened people his holiness dalai lama owned around 15 luxury watches 14 or 15 luxury watch out of this two of them is rolex and one of them is rare patek philip if you are in a horological industry and all you know it is one of the 10 expensive watches in the world the point is that industrial revolution has changed many things blacksmith previously pre industrial he need he can make only one nail in one minute but now we can make 360 nails in one minute because of the machine industry and similarly thomas jefferson father of united states uh, that building up and all thomas jefferson and martha owned 17 outfit, outfits i mean clothes but nowadays you know you and me you know how many of the clothes we have in 1733 like clothes was only very limited previously but in 1733 one guy john k invented weaving machine that changed many things that not only changed that clothing industry it have a domino effect it give a domino effect to lot of other industries as well so that's how our consumption and our economics works so an average american previously pre industrialization he owns 37 items but now he own 107 clothing items now almost all of our closets will have more than this out of this 107 items 21 percentage is unwearable 57 percentage we think it is not great it is either tight or loose or not fit for us 12 percentage of the clothes we never worn leaving us with a 10 percentage which is 11 items that is the number of clothes out of 10 100 plus clothes we average american has only 10 or 11 is the clothes he used to wear most of the time but we still keep buying we'll keep buying and buying and it will end up on those percentages chapter 10 about information harvard the uh, research has famously told human human beings have a drive, drive to explore that's why we are exploring to space even the book he was talking about a conversation with the uh, Mr. Van He and all in international space stations talking about an understanding and all. So the point is that we explore to space, we explore to oceans. We have a book in our book Underworld like that about ocean and our channel. So the point is that Pavlov told that investigatory reflex. That is what making the dog to sniff. and even the curious cats will take any extra mile 
to understand about new territories and all even human beings we are the most fastest migrator in the world and we consume more data as i mentioned previously 11 to 13 hours on the screen itself out of that 40% of the data is user generated for example michael easter came up with a book scarcity brain myself i am generating a content maybe like me many other people are putting publishing a summaries in youtube so one content is multiplying into my, and maybe the people you are watching maybe you will be making something else out of this knowledge so there is a multiplication of information happening in there which is somehow make it unpredictable the same scarcity loop is happening we get an opportunity to consume this much information and we have unpredictable reward we don't know what is all this data means we keep scrolling in youtube and all we are not able to the consume even the very least percentage of the data how much it is being uploaded in any media portal and all so that much information is available now in the year 494 the reverend benedict visited roman empire and roman empire was not very bad that time but what he tried to note about them is that they are dying and laughing like something they are losing the crux or the authenticity of that life just something like ibn khaldun the islamic 14th century islamic scholar has mentioned which is somehow the collapse of most of the civilization happen in the similar way like so the point is that now the current generation or the current civilization is spending more on wellness product than any before we are now in more abundance will still we are unhappy so the seneca the stoic philosopher has told that happiness is something like enjoying the present without depending on the future when we have a book in our channel about bill opra's book about build your life you want and all you can have a check we talk more about happiness there but the point is that even to strive for happiness striving for the pleasure and all these things we are putting ourselves into the scarcity loop so that's also part of that scarcity brain so that somehow the conclusion of the book if you really find a value on this book feel free to look at other books in our channel and uh, thank you for watching be in touch bye for now